Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 41 of the Sweet Film Talk, hashtag SFT. Happy Father's Day to all of those who are fathers, whether pets, humans, bugs, ants, whatever it may be. But we have a fun episode for you all today. It's kind of short and sweet. Uh, First and foremost, we'll talk about Chernobyl. Sweet Keeks. Finally watched it. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about movie news, if there is any. I think there is. Always is. And then uh, we'll give our favorite dad's father's movies ever. So, Keeks, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm eating part of an apple right now. I'm helping Becky um, take care of her ingrown toenail and paint her toes, which she might actually end up doing the painting her toes part. My hands are a little full. If that's not love, eating an apple and handling toes. <laughs> love, love my feeties. Send me those <laughs> if that, if, man, I'm, I'm looking forward to marriage now. Turn up. Um, Best part. How are you doing? What are you, doing? what are you up to? Oh, I'm just chilling. Uh, getting the pod ready. Got my list ready for the for the favorite dad movies. But, yeah, it's been a fine week, so. Yeah, taking it easy. Good Father's Day so far. Ooh, that's great. Hey, you know, have you? Do you have any names that you're thinking of for for a kid? If you could give your kid one name, and like your wife can't can't have any say in it, what are you gonna get? Oh, oh, easily Baron. Ooh, Baron LeBaron. Are you kidding? (laughs) (laughs) Same forward as it is backwards. Yeah. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Basically. Baron LeBaron, are you kidding? I, I would do that, but I think my kid would probably get made fun of for years. I don't really want to name my son the last part of my last name. Yeah, yeah, probably not a good idea. Yeah, probably not a great idea to name my kid <laughs> Cock, Cock Adcock. It would be the same forward and backwards, but yeah, I got enough uh, crap growing up for having that as my last name. So oh, we'll, we'll keep the embarrassment to a minimum. Yeah, you, you know, but yeah, Baron LeBaron would be fun, funny. Um, maybe even John McClane. Shout out Die Hard. <laughs> John John McClane, John McClane LeBaron. Yeah, could can ask for anything better. Sam Wise Gamgee LeBaron. What What about you, Keeks? Um, honestly, I always have the joke that. <laughs> so I was telling Becky this, um, that we're gonna name all of our kids different parts of Kanye's name. So Kanye Adcock, Amari Adcock, and then West Adcock. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like the more that I think about it, I'm like, it's a little cheesy, but I mean, maybe some of them could work, you know? I, I approve. I'm all for it. Hey, I love that. We were just, I'm not, I was on a huge Kanye kick today this morning and we were listening to All Falls Down, all the old stuff. Oh, just too good. We need, we need some new music this summer, but, uh, Let's jump into it. You saw and finished Chernobyl in like two days, dude. What you th- What did you think? Okay, this, we might end up get we might end up being on a super long tangent with Chernobyl because I I loved Chernobyl. I absolutely loved every single moment of Chernobyl. Like the first episode is in. It starts with the whole explosion. You know, I thought that was crazy how it just jumps you right in. And it does not let up the whole series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the characters There's... are great. Oh, my God. Larry Legasov, um, Sherbina, too. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They're, they're all good. And it's just crazy 
how uh, the people behind the scenes are were just like that, you know, that that bad. AZ five, dude. <laughs> and that's and I, I love that about the last episode. It had those little flashbacks the day of the explosion, like hours before leading up. I that love last that episode aspect. was so good. Yeah, I thought the last episode was last episode was my favorite episode because it kind of brought everything together. Of course, I mean it's the last episode, yeah. but it, it, it was executed really well. And you you listen to the podcast right with Craig Mintz. Dude, I think that's his the exact, podcast uh, was okay. It just it points out so basically the whole point of the podcast is to say exact. You know, the creator what? clarifies everything that he added in. To be mm-hmm. like, you know, is this real or is this not real? Because did you listen yeah. to it? Did you listen to yeah. the podcast? I listened to, I think, four episodes. I listened to the uh, the last episode and like the first two. Uh, I miss, I missed the middle one. I couldn't. I don't know if I want to listen to the one where they're shooting dogs. That was a little. That's that's a little sensitive for me. Yeah. Well, he was going to make it worse. <laughs> so what he was going to have happen was, oh my gosh, there was something about how one of the dogs like didn't end up getting killed all the way, and so you just see it like. With the concrete getting poured over it as it's still just weeping. Oh. And he said, he was like, you know, I'm kind of glad I didn't include that part. And I am too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cause that, yeah. that episode's pretty rough. That is. It's kind of sad because my, my parents just got a dog and I love the thing. Kind of, kind of a little rascal sometimes, but you love him. You oh, have yeah. a dog of your own. Our dog yeah. woke, up, woke us up at, you know, six o'clock in the morning today. So. Happy, kind, you know, Dog Father's Day to me and <laughs> all other dog fathers, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I, I wish more uh, shows would do a podcast associated with it, like this, with the writer. Yes. Because uh, I, thought, I thought the guy that was hosting the podcast asked some really great questions, and, and the writer answered those really well. I also liked his voice. He had a very pleasant, soothing voice to listen to. He had a, he had a nice podcast voice. <laughs> Dude, both of them did. I was at work just watching it. I listened to it in like a day because, you know, work, you literally just sit there and all I do is listen to podcasts, basically. Yeah, um, yeah you know, getting paid to listen to podcasts. You shouts out the Bill Simmons better. show, The Herd, and um, Mixtape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just listen to basketball pods, basically. Uh, but, dude, the dude who who created the series, after they made it, or like at some point, they got to go and actually see – um, they went to Chernobyl. They went to the reactor because I guess you can go now. Like, and what they have you do is you have to like wear hazmat suits and like be protected. And if they detect any radiation on you, you have to get like a deep cleanse. Uh-huh. But yeah, like you can kind of start going back in. I don't know who would. I actually kind of YouTube. Would. I was looking at tours of Chernobyl. What it is like now. I'd almost mm-hmm. want to go see Chernobyl just to see how deserted it is now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Well, and they said that they recreated the control room and everything from the show directly from it. And so me and my me and Becky were like, oh, man, let's see. You know, so we Googled some uh, – we YouTubed some videos. And there were some shots. Like, you know, in one of the episodes, the control rods are bouncing up and down. Yeah. Do you remember that part? Yeah, that's exactly how they looked in the actual um in the actual what's it called? In the actual control room. Wow. Wild. Dang. Mm-hmm. Dude, that and that last scene was so tense with the last last episode when they're running the test and they have to drop the watts down and Dude. it gets dropped 
and those two um, technicians that are doing it are just freaking out. Well, and you know, you learned that um, Famine, one of the dudes who was in charge of the Chernobyl reactor, he his degree was essentially like mail order, pay money, and say that you earned the degree and you get it. So he actually really knew basically nothing about nuclear reactors and in the end it just kind of exposed and even um oh my gosh what is his name is it dilatov gorbachev gorbachev in like 2000 like the early 2000s said that chernobyl is basically what caused the downfall of the of the soviet union of the soviet union yeah which which makes sense because um as the the director the creator mentioned craig uh gosh what's his name hold on craig mazin Mm mm-hmm he mentioned because uh, it makes sense because that was just a lot of money and men invested into that cleanup and obviously the radiation poisoning going around in the air. Yeah. It was just a lot of money that they did not ex- put into this type of cleanup. So it does make sense. It's kind of crazy to think that just from that, from a, running a safety test at night, that it all just didn't pan out. Well, so. when everything happened, I mean, they, they had to delay it because the other factories were like, we need power. You can't keep delaying. Like, like you can't do this right now. It's the end of the month. We need power to be able to reach our quotas. And so they're like, all right, fine. We'll just do it later. And essentially what happened was when they did it later, they did it with a crew of people that didn't know it was going to happen. And they did it on the shift change, too. Like yes. they And they and they walked in there. And they're like, hey, we're doing we're, we're running the test tonight. And they were even like, what? What? They were shocked. They had no idea that was yeah. happening. And we're not going to go so super much more into everything else that happens because why the reactor exploded is th- that just, I mean, when he says it and explains why, it's like, duh. But mm-hmm. also at the same time, it's like, how could you even then trying to find fault with people that were involved? It's, it's just such a sticky mess. Yeah. An absolute yeah. mess. And I thought I thought it was a well directed series, well made, well acted, and I liked that it was only five episodes. And I'd never felt it dragged. No, I felt like never. every scene had a purpose. And uh, this is one of the greatest miniseries ever. I mean, seriously, people, when you have a chance, get the HBO edition, whatever, whatever it is to stream, and and watch this. It's good. You learn something about it, and it's just, and it, it's, it, it is, is phenomenal. Such an easy watch too. And with with HBO now, you can subscribe for a week. And it's free. Yeah. It so. takes, it took us, honestly, if you were to just take a Saturday or even any day in the evening and just binge it all, you can get it done super quick. Yeah. It's a five hour watch. It's basically mm-hmm. like watching Lord of the Rings extended. Oh yeah. One, totally. one, one movie of Lord of the Rings extended edition. Yeah. You know, Same thing. totally. And you, well, what's the grade you give it? I mean, I gave it an A plus plus, which is a little exaggerated, but I mean, I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna keep it A plus plus. It's absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not against that, it's, dude. It's so good. It, every every bit worth. It, it's worth. Ex, you know, it's as good as you had said that it was. Yeah. And I've been wanting to watch it for so long too. And so finally, we just renewed our. Like I said last episode, we just renewed our pass, and I'm so excited now because we've got HBO. We can watch Barry, Veep. They've got tons of movies Ooh. on there, dude. You should, uh, if you haven't watched Band of Brothers, it's another miniseries. I'm, I mean, you've heard about it, but oh man. yeah, ten I've episodes. Never it either I'd love to watch I, it. I, I highly recommend that. It's about D-Day. It's about the paratroopers, and Ooh. obviously, it's just the the fight in Germany. It's it's wild. So check that out. Oh, I will. This week oh. we started watching uh, True Detective season three. 
Oh, which True Detective season one is one of the best seasons of TV that I've ever watched. I've heard that. I'm gonna have to. I might have to binge that out soon. There is a one shot um, take with like a with like a shootout in Matthew McConaughey. That is one of the best scenes of television I've ever seen. Dang. It's so tense and so good. I think it's like episode seven. And the whole story, it, it's awesome. And the director, um, Terry Fukunaga, was going to do it, but his script is too dark, so they took him off of it, which oh, it was dang. pretty dark. It was pretty messed up. But he's directing the new Bond film oh, that no okay. one cares about because we all know Christopher Nolan's going to direct Bond 25. So it's like, all right, let's just get this one out and done. Wait, wait, can... he is directing Bond 25? I mean, that's kind of always been the rumor. And it's going to be the new, um, the new James Bond, too. So it's like oh. Daniel Craig's done after this one. Mercy. They're gonna, you know, Idris Elba get in. Yeah, all for that. Um, dang, love that. Yeah, Chernobyl, mm-hmm. check it out. I'm glad you watched it. Really fun watch, and it's yes. something that I'll probably rewatch in the future. Oh yeah, I'd love if they did more series on this. Mm-hmm. You know, like like weird historic events. Five episodes. How did it happen? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so any movie news that you know of? Um, Men in Black International is supposed to be bad. Yep, not not surprised about that. I've heard mm-hmm. uh, mixed mm-hmm. reviews, and no no surprise here, people. I man, it, this last week was crazy. But next time we pod, this is a promise. I will review three, maybe four movies. I'm gonna pump them out this week. Ooh, let's go. I need to. I, I'm craving a good movie too. Um. Also for uh next week, little little hint into what we'll be talking about next week is Toy Story Four. Reviews, amazing. Yeah, which is wild. It's getting, it's getting it's getting a lot of praise, which is not the surprising. And movie in a series that already ended off so well, it just kind of blows my mind. They're like, yeah, we will, you know, we'll we'll throw in one more, which kind of seems like a cash grab. I mean, I'm not alone saying I was a little bit skeptical about a fourth Toy Story. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 just seeing a lot of sequels these days. You know what I mean? Like. I may have mentioned this on the pod before, but it'd be nice to get some more originality. And that's why I'm so excited for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, that's an original movie. Oh, I'm too, and especially for, uh, what's it called? The Christopher Nolan spy movie coming out next year. Yeah. You've got so, certain directors that studios are like, all right, you can, you can do something original. You know, you have six other. If you think about it, I mean, Christopher Nolan had Memento, um, The Prestige. Insomnia, the Prestige, like, I don't think the prestige was that big until finally they're like, all right, we'll give you like your own stuff. So that's why I think, you know, originality just doesn't, there's not a lot of trust that goes into it. Mm -hmm. You look at Brightburn, for example, that was like a pretty cool original idea. Made like $7 million at the box office or Booksmart. Yeah. A great movie with a great original idea and bombed, tanked at the box office. Yeah. So people, people love sequels. It gets them in the seats. True. Bring me just, Give me, you know, I'm I'm coming to the trough. I'm coming. Give me more Spider-Man. Give me more comic book movies. Give me a fifth John Wick movie. I'll eat it all up. <laughs> Just feed my belly with all of these, with all of these sequels and these unoriginal properties. Yeah, pay, you know, I'll pay the money for it. I'm not against that either. Fast and um, Furious 20. Bring it. Oh, let's go. But Hobbs and Shaw, just I'm there. That's the greatest sequel of all time. Already, already stamped it. <laughs> already, already confirmed best sequel of all time, um, and best spinoff is New Mutants. Yes, best spinoff of all time. Yep, yep, I agree, hands down. Um, 
All right. Well, let's get into our Father's Day best fathers, best dad movies. Uh, top five. Yeah, we're gonna do top five. Uh, real quick, shouts out to uh, the Bean, my dad. Love you, Dad. Oh, just, just the sweet Bretta. Love my brother. And, sh- and shout out to the Pearl, Cheryl the Pearl. Cheryl got, Pearl. Him some, got him some golf balls and a golf shirt. Oh, dang. Nothing what kind of golf shirt? Oh, just a sweet polo, Ben Hogan. And actually, I got I to gotta declare this. I had my first eagle yesterday wow. on a par five. Drove at 275, four iron, 200 yards, eagle putt. Even my dad was like, take your time. I was like four feet away, and I and Classic I putted that. Dad over the yeah, yeah. Take your time. Putted it in. Got an eagle. Money. Dang. So love the love the dads. Love love all of the Saturdays of doing yard work. All of the times <laughs> of you know just just coming to coming to little league baseball games, going to soccer games. Yeah, they do a lot. Just sacred times. Oh yeah. And shout out, and shout out to Dan Healy for being the dad of all of all the dads. It, it's shout out to Dan Healy for showing me Predator when I was like fourteen, fifteen. Changed my life forever, I think, <laughs> in like the best of ways. And uh, uh, shout out, shout out, Steve-O. He's not a dad, but he's the goat. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, I'm dying. <laughs> Finding Nemo. Ooh, wait, are we doing fathers like characters? Or are we doing like movies? We're just doing movies. Oh shoot, I did characters. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, you could do characters. That's all right. We'll I'll still work it in. I'll work it in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Number five, Finding Nemo. Don't you think that Marlon's kind of a crappy dad, though? You know, he he, but he he left him, which is understandable. Everybody's not perfect, but you know, he did his best at Finding Nemo, and he did so. Yeah. Shouts out. That's a good point. You know, he, he realized his mistakes of being so overbearing. Yeah. And driving exactly. his son to get kidnapped by humans. Yeah. Yeah. And running away. So, yeah. 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 Okay. That's a good one. No, my number five is uh, Die Hard with John McClane. Stop. I mean, how can you, how can you, ho, 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 I have a machine gun? Or what is it? Is that what it says? I, I think so. I think, it, like, he, he has the dude taped to the chair and sends him down the elevator. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ho, ho, I have a machine gun when they find the body. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Die Hard is such a fun watch. It really is. I can't believe I hadn't seen it until last year. Actually, at the end of the pod, I will reveal a movie that I will be watching for the first time this week. And you might even be shocked, too, that I've never seen this movie. Oh, I'm, I may, might be a good chance I haven't seen it either. Um, my number. I four- I think you have, but okay, we'll we'll see, we'll see. Uh, um, my, my number four. Um, oh, so we're doing characters. Gosh, dang it! I'm oh, doing kind of do both. It's fine. Yeah, I'm kind of doing movies. Um, yeah. I like Warrior a lot. Ooh. As as number four, it's a good kind of dad movie. It's a good brother dad movie. Their dad is a drunk. I talked. This is one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. But the dad is drunk and like he favored his youngest son. The other son is like a teacher. He's scrambling for money. 
it's just a good family dynamic dad movie mm-hmm. and i love it nick just nolte. because the, what's up nick nolte right that's the dad yeah yeah dad. yeah he does yeah, a, like he does movie. a phenomenal he does a phenomenal job. So that's my number number four. He's kind of a crazy guy in real life anyways, so it matches him real well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just – oh, he's going to be an angel has fallen. You know, that third – you know, the 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 threequel to that um, has fallen series that no one watches, but apparently they have a third movie coming out. Oh, my gosh. Can't believe that. Jeez. Jeez. Um, wow, that's a good one. Okay, Warrior. I like that movie. That's a good movie. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Hey, um, Peter. The best best impersonation of Joe I've ever heard. Oh, Who's also it. a pretty good dad. Yeah. No. Um, my number four is I Love You 3000, Tony Stark. Hey, good one. I like Tony Stark. Yeah. I almost didn't have him on my list, but I was like, you know what? I think that quote is just so memorable and so sweet and stuff. <laughs> His, it, just the few interactions he has with his daughter in Endgame are so sweet. It is. That's, that's one of like the, the, the brightest positive notes of Endgame. I mean, great movie. Love it. But like that is a sweet spot to see, you yes. know, Tony. Oh, yeah. Infinity War's better. But, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah the father position. Um, my number three, uh, I'm going to go with Don Vito from uh, The Godfather. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, hence the name, Godfather. Love the, love the family. The mob, the ah. mafia, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's just kind of—he's the guy. He's the ringleader. He's the boss. So he, he has all the wisdom that he gives to his son Michael, and um, yeah, it's a great, great movie. Long, long movie. It's one you have to take a break in, but it feels like a play because it's just acted so well. It does I so, like the first one a lot? I need to see yeah. the second one still. Second one's phenomenal as well. The second one's fun because it has the backstory of Don Vito, and that's played by. Um, Robert De Niro. Um, Robert De Niro, as you know. So that's my number three. Okay. My number three is uh, uh, Mr. Incredible himself, Robert Parr. Hey, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Robert, I mean, Frick, you look at him and he's just, he's a, he's a jacked guy. He's a big guy. He's an even better dad than the Incredibles too. Incredible one. He's a little, kind of neglects his family, basically. Yeah. Should go hang out with, what's her name? What, what the, Mirage or what is this? The, the blonde name? girl? Yeah. You know, Becky confirms it. A little, little promiscuous, but oh yeah, to, there's some to, tension there. To each their own. Mm-hmm. But he's very uh, faithful. So... He does not betray his family in the end. Yeah. So we're we're good. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with my number two. Oh. This is okay. a, kind of a popular choice. I'm sure it might be on your list. Might not. Darth Vader. Oh. I mean, yeah, I would say Obi Wan Kenobi's the list. What's up? <laughs> Wait, 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 what were you saying? I say I would say Obi Wan Kenobi's the real dad. Let's be real; <laughs> he's a real father figure. He is, but you know, but Darth Vader does what he needs to do. He destroys the Sith, throws him down. Uh, I, I guess he's still alive, Darth Sidious. So who knows? We've, uh, you know, we've still got one more movie left. It's not. We'll too see. Late to throw, it's not too late to abandon our Rey's a Kenobi. Yeah. Um, basically, personality. It, that's it, what it turned now, into. Now, it, now, if Obi Wan did multiply and replenish here, then he is number one dad of any movie. I don't care. Oh, I, <laughs> the, far and away the easy number one choice that Obi Wan Kenobi is number yeah. one dad. But Darth Vader is number two just because he loves Luke. He cut off his hand, made him stronger, <laughs> <laughs> and great. he's just the most iconic villain slash 
you know, protagonist in those late moments. So shout and out ever remember it is no, I am your father, not Luke. I am your father. Yeah. And then just the loud, loud exclaim, no! Gosh, that ruins the movie. <laughs> the, dude, the special, okay, side tangent that I'm going to throw out there. The special editions of Star Wars are so glaringly bad. Mm-hmm. The originals are better. Oh, my gosh. Like, because when we went and saw Star Wars in, like, live concert, they just do the special editions. They don't do the music for the originals. I mean, obviously, uh, it's, like, the same music. Yeah. But I'm watching it. I'm like, this seems like such a different movie. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Jabba the Hutt scene with Han before they get into the Millennium Falcon? Oh, yeah. He's, he, that, that CGI is... Oh, God, my wait. gosh. Jeez. Yeah. Almost, almost, almost looks as worse as The Rock and The Mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Scorpion or whatever. Scorpion King. Good or Sonic, night. even. Gosh, put Sonic in there over Jabba oh. the Hutt. Jeez, please! With, with his human teeth. <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't wait to see that final product. I can't looks. either. They just had to do it. They just had to base it off of. Anyways, did did you gonna... see those leaked images? They're like, oh my gosh, leaked Im- images. It was like a Sonic and human combined, and it looked absolutely <laughs> scary and creepy. Did you see that? No, Image. I don't think I did. I have to find it for you because I was oh. like, no way, this will be the final product. There's no way. This is just somebody's just joking, grabbing someone's leg. But yeah, better, that's my they number... better be yanking my chain with that one. Oh yeah, uh, what's your number two? My number two is Samwise Gamgee. Stop! You're kidding. No. Nope. Yeah, right. That's, right. He is. He is the dad of dads. Mm-hmm. I, I can't have... believe he's not not on my list. <sighs> I do. Well, honestly, he's. I debated it because I'm like, he only has kids for like a minute in the movie at the very end. But he <laughs> marries like the girl that he dreamed of marrying. Has kids. I think that's great. Yeah. King dad I... moves. King <laughs> and I mean, gosh, without Frodo, without you know, without Sam, Frodo maybe would have made it past that cornfield, and that was it. Dude. He would have gotten grabbed by the by you know the Dark Riders. Oh, I think Jeez. I don't even think he makes it out of the Shire alone without Sam Wise. Yeah, so Sam Sam is the true king, and it still kind of bothers me that Aragorn says for Frodo at the Black Gate. It's like, ah, uh, throw in Sam. Hello. <laughs> It's like Sam at that moment is carrying Frodo on his back I know. the mountain. <laughs> for Frodo! I d- it, it does sound so. better to say for Frodo than to say for Frodo and Sam. I don't know. Still throw it in. Come on. Come That's on, true. Peter Jackson. Yeah, you got to give, give uh, recognition where it's due. Yeah, come on. Sean Aston. Uh, my number one is Chris Gardner in The Pursuit of Happiness. Dude, are you – I seriously had him on my list at number two. Man, what a like, movie. That that was the first movie that I teared up in. Honestly, that... Oh, wow. I love how at the end, too, everyone always states this is, like, the cool movie fact, which it's, like, by now, everyone probably knows, is at the end of the movie when he's, like, walking up the, the hill and he passes by that one black dude, that's the real black Chris, Chris Gardner. Oh. Oh, that's so sweet. I know, right? What a, what a great true story. So inspiring. Yeah, and I just love, I love, I mean, it's in the previews, but I just love how, like, charismatic he was and positive, and when he goes to that interview, and he was just painting his house, and he totally forgot, and the guy interviewing him was like, what would you say to somebody, what would, what would someone say that didn't show up to an interview without a shirt on, he's like, he must have some really nice pants on, love that, great clap back, <laughs> great humor, and it's like, you can't hate a guy for saying that. Honestly, let's just go one bit further and throw Will Smith in there. Will Smith just seems like such a sweet, just a cool dad, nice guy. Yeah. Um, and also any movie that they've tried to, like, 
continue without him in it, i.e. Men in Black International, tanks. Tanks. Don't try and do it. He is yep. a big draw. Mm-hmm. Those movies are kind of bad. Yeah, you know, these movies aren't entertaining. You know, they're entertaining. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, I think Pursuit of Happiness is one of his best movies of all time. Oh, I agree. You know, people for Will Smith had a great run of movies back in, like, late 90s, besides Wild Wild West, <laughs> and, <laughs> and uh, 2000s with, like, Ali, Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Even, like, Seven Pounds. Seven Pounds is a good one. Yeah, Seven Pounds is pretty good, too. I, don't, I didn't mind that movie. Yeah. Uh, what's, what's, what's your number one? Let's hear it. I'm ready. Darth Vader. Yeah, Darth Vader. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, you. let's go. Of course. I mean, I, mean think... I, I wouldn't put it past you. I no, was hoping that's right on brand. I mean, it's your favorite movie of all time. It's got to be. It really is. I mean, like, if we can just think about it for a second. Yeah. Is he, just his presence. And then he's got a nice little redemptive arc at the end, too. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes a little redemption. Oh, gosh, yeah. No. Doesn't Can't hit against that. when he throws the Emperor down and the extended one down, too? Yeah, I think the Emperor screams. Or I think Darth Vader screams no. I don't oh. know. I don't really want to go back and check, but I might have Yeah, yeah I think you might have to. Um, wow, well, great top fives. Love the Father's Day movies. Yes. And, um, geez, I think that's it. Huh? That's all of it. Wow, what a, just a nice, sweet little episode with some good commentary. Everyone go watch Chernobyl, please. Mm-hmm. And, and go uh, watch these movies with your dads. Yeah, exactly. Go, you know, tell us what you think about it. Um, the movie that I'm going to be seeing for the first time in my life this week is Back to the Future. Oh my gosh, you've never seen that? No, I've never seen Back to the Future. Wow. Yeah. You'll have it's it's fun, dude. You'll like it. You'll well, like it. Cause get this, there's a cave near our house where, like, in the summer, every other week they do movies in the cave. So no you get way. to the cave, and then they show a movie. Two weeks ago they did Goonies. No, no last week they did Goonies, and I was so mad. We just found out about it. Oh, that would have been a good one. That'd have been oh, a good one to go to, especially the vibes, because like that whole movie's basically in a cave. <laughs> oh, I, I love Goonies so much. That is. That is one of the all-time just best plop it in watch whenever you're bored or just want to feel something. Yep. Yep. I agree. Well, hey, enjoy Back to the Future. I'm going to try to get to some movies this week. Rocket Man, hopefully The Week Phoenix. <laughs> oh, and I really want to see Godzilla. I just want to see some monster fights on the big screen. Dude, I want to see Aladdin. Everyone yeah. said that Aladdin is so much fun. So maybe we'll watch. Maybe I'll check out Aladdin. Yeah, I'm going to try to get three in this week. I might even do like a double decker, double header on hey, uh, Tuesday. It is. Time. I did yeah. it. Did it once with Aquaman and Green Book. Just the most opposite <laughs> movies ever, as Polar. you said. <laughs> Polar opposites. But I love that. Next week, we're going to um, review Toy Story 4 as well. Oh, sweet. Love that. Right. All right. Well, you see well, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, hopefully, we'll get it in. You know. You know. You know us. You know the sweet film talk, the schedule. Mm-hmm. All right, Keeks, well, enjoy the week. Uh, Enjoy Back to the Future, and I'll talk to you. And listeners, uh, stay sweet. Love that. Sweet. Sweet.